Blog Talk Radio.
so you all be prepared with me. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Depends on what time zone you're in, while you are watching on Facebook, as well as you're tuned in on Blog Talk Worldwide Web for Smile 3E Iron Sharpening Iron. I want to start off with saying there has been some concerns about the static in the line. So I'm asking each and every one of you all to please put your phones on mute because this is a digital service, and every little thing in the background can be heard, and it will pick up. And when there's a lot of uh, noise in the background clashing together, it will cause static. So please do that if you're not speaking. If you're speaking, once you're called upon, please unmute your phone so you can speak. But once you've spoken, please go back on mute because we don't want to miss anything that the speaker has to say. And I just wanted uh, you all to know we don't want to uh, make anyone feel like they're doing something wrong. But a lot of times we don't have instructions. But when we give instructions, please let's follow them. So we're going to start off with um, just going into the program. I'm going to introduce myself to everyone on Blog Talk as well as Facebook again. I am your host, Minister Sylvia Kaiser. Our speaker for tonight is Minister Margot McCord, who which is featuring a speaker for her tonight, which is George Randolph uh, Seabury IV. He will be the speaker. His mom, Carmita, will be saying the prayer, and if I'm not mistaken, Cynthia will be doing a solo. I'm just um, excited right now. I'm going to turn it over into the hands of whoever Margot has to um, introduce for her. But, again, I'm asking everybody else to get your Bibles, pens, paper, notebook, uh, iPad, iPod, tablet, whatever it is you have, and please put your phones on mute until it's your time to speak. I'm going to ask Apostle-elect if there's someone in the background that um, – is not supposed to be the speaker, please assist us with putting their phones on mute. And if they want to come off mute, I'm sure they can raise their hand uh, on the program on some kind of way. I'm not for sure how that goes, but we, we just want to make sure the speaker doesn't get interrupted. So is it um, Randy that's going to start off or Kamita? It's in your hands now for Minister Margot. It's not Minister Margot. She's going to start off. Well, uh, good evening, saints of God. This is Minister Marco Boy, and we are in for a treat. <laughs> I say that because I'm very proud that my family, two generations from my will be, two generations from my family will be speaking on tonight, will be ministering to us, and so we actually are going to be led in prayer by George Randall Seabury. He will be giving us their sermonic prayer. Uh, he will be praying and setting the tone or the atmosphere as we go into prayer together, expecting to see what God is going to tell us through his mother, Minister Carmita Seabury. And I say that because this woman of God 
is so involved in the word. She has taken so much time in spending time meditating, searching out, and learning, memorizing God's word. It is amazing to me how much she has just breathed in that word and how we are going to be able to benefit from that on tonight as she exhales the word to us on tonight. And so we will be starting off, however, with a praise selection from my niece, Cynthia Seabury. She's going to, as Minister Sylvia says, set the atmosphere. Then following Randy, George Randall, that is, he will pray for us uh, and also pray for his mother as she then brings the word of God to all those listening on tonight. So we will get started and just expect to be blessed and encouraged and nourished in God's word. So we turn it over to Cynthia. Go as God leads you, sweetheart. Um, this is this is Cecilia. I'm going to have to open up all of the lines um, just because two of the phone numbers um, that I have are not on the air, and I don't want um, Cynthia and um, our person for prayer not to be heard. So I'm opening up all the lines. Thank you. Okay. All we want is you take over, take over. Till we are consumed by nothing, nothing else but you. All we want is you. Take over, take over, till we are consumed by nothing, nothing else but you. Lord, 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 take 
Somewhere somebody has been persecuted for the name of Jesus, and we don't have those issues, Lord. We don't got to go to church. We got the letter wrong. We get to go to church, Lord. So we thank you for waking up clothed and in our right mind, Lord. We thank you first and foremost in all ways for the gracious gift of salvation, which is free through your blood and your sacrifice, Lord. Help us to keep our eyes stay focused on that, which is most important, and not to get bogged down in the small things. Lord, you said to walk by faith and not by sight, Lord. So we know that you have our best interests at heart, that you have loved us since before time, that you have made a way for us to to bask in your glory both now and eternally in your presence, Lord. Tonight we ask that you wipe our sins away, that you make us as as white as snow, as the word says, that you take away all the scarlet from our lives, Lord, that you continue to cultivate the seeds that have been planted in us, that we may grow into that which mirrors you. Father God, we ask that you teach us of your forgiveness so that we can learn not to to look at the small and insignificant things, those, those specks in our neighbor's eyes and and not looking at the plank that's in ours, Lord, that we learn forgiveness. Because we know if we can learn to love one another as we are supposed to, then this world will be a better place, Lord. We ask that you continually rain down from heaven all of the blessings that you have. And I don't mean just monetary blessings, Lord. I don't mean just physical blessings, Lord. I don't mean just restoration of things that we desire, Lord. But I mean just the blessings of peace. It's the blessings of uh, the desire to to love one another, to the desire to look after one another, not to not to use people as stepping stones, not to disregard those that are least among us, Lord, but that we will love them as we love you and love ourselves. On tonight, Father God, I ask that you um, bring your word through the mouths of my earthly mother, 
She is obedient. She is steadfast and stalwart. She has a love for you. She has a heart for you and a mind for you, and she walks to talk. So on tonight, we ask that you bless her and that you bless us through her with this message. These things and all things, as always, we ask in the precious, mighty, and master's name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the Son of God, the Lamb, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Okay, thank you, Minister Margo. And I want to thank you for those beautiful words that praise for me. And thank you for inviting me to speak tonight. I want to say good evening to everybody on the line. Good evening, Minister Kaiser and Apostle-elect Cecilia Kaiser. And I want to praise God for that beautiful song and that spirit-filled prayer. It does our hearts good to see the young folk so close to God. I wanted to talk a little tonight about blessings and, and what it means to be blessed. Now, this subject, like every subject in the Bible, the Bible covers a lot of territory, and it runs deep and should not be thought about superficially. I feel divine blessings may not really be understood. And it's been a question on my mind for some time. So when Minister Margo asked me to give a lesson, I figured, okay, let's, let's, let's talk about blessings and what it means to be blessed. There was a time that I can remember, and I'm sure many of you can, when in greeting each other, we would simply ask, how are you doing? And the response would be either I'm fine or I'm not fine. And then they would go in to explain why. Today the response is I'm blessed and highly favored. Now favor is the tangible evidence that a person has the approval of the Lord, that God delights in you. Isaiah 66.2 says, These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word. And also 2 Chronicles 16.9 tells us, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. To be perfect toward him means to me that we seek his favor more than we seek the favor of anyone else or even ourselves. Now ask yourself, does your lifestyle, your character, your conduct, your conversation reflect these descriptions? Does your lifestyle reflect the lifestyle of Christ? Do you have God's approval, his support, his acceptance? Do you sense the presence of God in your life? And is it God who guides your path? Do you talk to him on a daily basis? If you are blessed and highly favored, I feel the answer to these few questions should be yes. Now, it's not up to me to determine if you are blessed. That's not my job. That's the job of a much higher power. But that statement, once it's – so I want to focus on blessed, and I have two definitions of blessed. One is from Merriam-Webster, 
In religion, Webster says held in reverence, veneration as in the blessed saint, receiving good things, bringing pleasure, contentment, or good fortune. The Oxford Dictionary gives the definition of being endowed with divine favor and protection, made holy, consecrated. Now, I am from a a much older generation, and my ways sometimes collide with the ways of this younger generation. But in today's world, blessed is used much too casually. As I look on social media, I find comments like, new car, hashtag blessed, new job, new home, hashtag blessed, in a relationship, hashtag blessed. My question is, since when has being blessed been reduced to a hashtag? And does a blessing equate only to material gain? Why do we most often associate being blessed with positive circumstances and rarely the adverse or negative ones? Christians equate the word blessing with financial or material prosperity. They really don't stop to think that being saved from sin is a blessing. Waking up in the morning, being in your right mind and in reasonably good health is a blessing. This word, bless and blessing, is is overused and misunderstood, I think. Now, there's a difference between earthly blessings and eternal blessings, spiritual blessings, physical blessings. There are blessings that pertain to our physical being. And most of the time, being earthbound, this is what many of us focus on. They include provisions that God gives us in the form of food, shelter, that we receive in order to maintain safety and security. He also gives us spiritual blessings, which are very different from the physical. God gives us these blessings for our spiritual well-being. He wants us to have both, and both are available. No matter what we receive or don't receive, in the physical form, we have spiritually been blessed and giving every blessing through the complete work of Christ in his righteousness, his resources, his privilege, his position, his power. God blesses us every single day. And what we do with the blessings given is up to us. Now, God's intention and desire is to bless all humanity. He gives us the opportunity to enter into a sacred agreement, a commitment to God, a commitment to him, making and keeping this sacred agreement qualifies us to receive the blessings God has promised us. However, our Father said specific conditions, and he promised to, promises to bless us as we obey these conditions. Obedience is the highest form of sacrifice because we are sacrificing our will to do the will of God. Now, First Samuel 15 says, obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience to God is not only a way to worship him, but a way to get closer to him and prepare for whatever he leads us to and to grow as a person. First John 
5 and 3 tells us obedience proves our love for him. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Our faithfulness to him is demonstrated in John 13, 7. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Faith is necessary in order to please God. And if our faith is genuine and true, we live a lifestyle characterized by righteousness, and we model the example that has been set for us by Christ Jesus. We want to because we love him. Now, we are enabled to obey because once we believe in Christ and are saved, we are remade. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, Romans 12, 2. We are not the same people we once were. Also, as Paul writes in 2 Corinthians five seventeen, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. When God's children obey their Heavenly Father, he is glorified. When you obey God, you will never be disappointed. To tap into God's blessings, there is the conditional if. If we obey, if we turn to him exclusively, if we fear him, if we love him, if we honor him, if we trust him with all of our hearts, minds, and souls, then we will receive and experience the joy of the promises of his blessings in his time. Deuteronomy 30.10 tells us the Lord your God will delight in you if you obey his voice and keep his commands and decrees written in his book of instruction. And if you turn to the Lord your God with all of your heart and soul, God's book of instructions is the Bible, and that is a blueprint on how to live. That is a blueprint on how to be blessed. The biblical definition of blessed is being in right standing before God, a favor or gift bestowed by God. The invoking of God's favor upon a person. Now, the blessing of God is an empowerment to prosper, to succeed, to increase, to rise above any attempts to hold you back or to keep you down. Now, favor will produce the opportunity to prosper. You can have the ability to do something but never have that opportunity. When God, when you say I'm highly favored, God is granting you that opportunity. And opportunity, I believe, and blessings go hand in hand. You're in an enviable position to have God's favor. But you have to listen to what it is he's asking you to do. Now, blessed is a Christian word. It's a spiritual word. We are blessed because the spiritual blessings far outweigh any earthly blessings. Earthly blessings are temporary and can be taken away at any time. Think about Job's blessings. They all disappeared in one day. His children, his possessions, his health. Yes, we are blessed because in Christ we are loved, chosen, redeemed, forgiven, free, sanctified, and have a guaranteed inheritance if we accept it. Ephesians 1, 3 tells us, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us 
with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Now, people talk about blessings in their lives, but may not have any idea of what a real blessing is. It is my belief that only a child of God truly knows what it is to be blessed. And I say that unapologetically. Christ is the ultimate blessing. Now, how many know Christ as a busy hashtag? The blessing given to us, in my view, cannot and should not be hashtagged. Call me old Patrick. I'll accept that. You may have a huge blessing on the horizon, and at the same time, everything on earth that you do fails. You get turned down for job after job. The house sale you had, your heart set on, falls through. Or when your home life is in turmoil, nothing you do is working. Nothing. God tells us in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. He shall direct your path. Now, if you are not a child of God, who who will you trust? Who will direct your path? Where do you think your blessings are going to come from? Suffering and trials are not blessings in themselves, but they are channels for God. It becomes a blessing when you understand its value. When you understand the value of suffering and trials, then it becomes a blessing. God often works these spiritual blessings into our lives through circumstances that most people would not consider a blessing. And some of the greatest blessings come through undesirable earthly circumstances. We may petition God for blessings of any kind, but we should always remember God blesses us according to what he deems best. In God's book of instruction, his promises and blessings are conditional. And for instance, as we, we look at John fourteen fourteen, and it says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. However, John five fifteen says, if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, there's a caveat, if it is according to his will. This is why I believe in James 4, 3, it says, you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss. You ask with the wrong motives. Ask yourself, is this within God's will? Because I believe any blessings that we receive are within his will and according to his perfect plan. And in his time, to be blessed does not always mean your life will be easy. If you know God, he will meet you in your hour of need. I call that a divine synchronicity, the power of God. This is when you can truly experience God and his blessings will come, not by your hand, but by his. So we must include God in everything. Now, as we let the power of the Holy Spirit work through us and have faith in our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, we will then have victory. And the victory may not be what you had in mind, but God knows best. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways 
nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours and my thoughts than your thoughts. So we need to trust in him. Another point I, I wanted to make as I was thinking about being blessed and blessings, I read Matthew 5, 1 through 12, and Luke 6, 20 through 26, the Beatitudes. As I was gathering ideas about blessings and the blessed, I went through these two books and took a look at the, the uh, Beatitudes. Now, we listened to a lesson some time ago by Minister Ron and Mother Tony regarding these two books, Beatitudes. Uh, Minister Ron called them Beatitudes. Now, as I realized, uh, as I read, I had not been reading with a God-centered perspective. I was reading it superficially with a self-centered, a self-centered perspective, and I wasn't interpreting what I was reading. Now, each beatitude declares that there's a group of people we tend to look upon as afflicted, or at least I did, but that's not so. This is Christ's description of being blessed. The attitudes offer, offer several things. One, they offer solid truth for living as a disciple of Christ. Two, those blessed with these characteristics do not have to do anything to attain blessings. Jesus simply declares that they have already been blessed. The Beatitudes are declarations of God's grace. Find their purpose and fulfillment in God, in his word. I had never looked at uh, them in this way before. But in preparing this lesson, I had to look a little deeper. I understood that the best life is available for those who love and fear God and order and order their lives according to his word. One key to being blessed, I had thought about this, Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. We hear this from the ministers that smile, 3E, iron sharpening iron all the time. It's an important verse to remember. In the Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, he identified the blessed in verses 3 to 11. The poor in spirit in verse 3, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, to be poor in spirit is simply to recognize your utter spiritual bankruptcy before God. It is understanding that you have absolutely nothing of worth to offer God. And you admit that because of your sins, you are completely destitute, and you're coming to him. You're looking to God for the help that only he can give you because you cannot deliver yourself. Jesus is saying that no matter your status in life, whether you're a rich man, poor man, beggar man, thief, you must recognize your spiritual poverty before you can come to God in faith to receive the salvation he is offering you. Verse 4, those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Jesus is indicating to us that this mourning is due to grief over sin. 
The people who agree with God about the evil of their own hearts can attain an enviable state of blessedness. Blessed are the meek. Meekness models the humility of Jesus Christ. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Verse 6, righteousness speaks of right relationship with God and also with other people, your brothers and sisters. Blessed are the merciful. Now, we are blessed if we are merciful because mercy is something God himself displays. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, being pure in heart involves having a singleness of heart toward God, a pure heart with no hypocrisy and no guile. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Jesus himself only seeks peace on earth. He is the son of God. Therefore, those who seek peace will be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. In this fallen society, fallen world, when when we try to promote peace or champion righteousness or, or even live lives of gentleness and meekness, we find opposition. Now, this means Jesus acknowledged that appealing to the set of behaviors he proposed would put his followers at odds. Think about it and look around. That's exactly what happened. Blessed are those who are reviled falsely for his sake. Blessed, you're blessed when people insult you, they persecute you falsely, they say all kinds of evil things against you, but you, you take a stand. You take a stand. You're going to be attacked because of the way you choose to live your life, which is strictly by the word of God. And society today does not understand that concept. There's too much wickedness, too much immorality. And it's like Satan creeping into the mind of millions of people all around the world. Now, when you look at these Beatitudes, there's no hint of material prosperity or any perfect circumstances listed. But what we must all realize, the choice to be blessed is ours. And we have the choice between curses. We have a choice between blessings. Choice between curses and blessings, life and death. Deuteronomy 30:19, where God says, Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and cursings. You cannot sit this out and expect to be blessed. You have to be active. Blessings don't just fall from heaven. But we can and do have access if you know and follow God's command. Obedience, faith, love, trust, humility. We are blessed because we are chosen and adopted sons and daughters of the King. We receive the riches and blessings and the very nature, which is available to all people, believers and non-believers alike, if we accept it. Ephesians 1.13 tells us, in him you also trusted. After you heard the 
word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also have believed, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Even more blessed are those who hear the word of God and put it into practice. That's Luke eleven twenty eight. Now we have to have to cleanse our minds and clean up our acts and let God purify us from the inside out. Know him as your father by being in his presence through daily prayer and repentance. These are just some of the necessary things needed to receive his blessing and to be blessed. The Bible measures blessedness differently from how the people of the world measure it. Blessedness comes from fellowship with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have to know the truth, accept it, believe it, and do it. Look upon God with an awe-inspired reverence. This is what they mean by fear, an awe-inspired reverence. And worship him with obedience. Follow his command, be obedient, and be blessed. Thank you, uh, Minister Margo. I'm going to hand it back to you, Minister Kaiser. My God, my God. Amen, amen. Thank you. I, I like what you said. Uh, blessings don't just fall from heaven. When did <laughs> when did a blessing be, be reduced to a hashtag? Now, that right there. That's something to think about, yes. Yes. You also said blessing and what it means to be blessed. I I, I like that. I like the reflection on tonight. I like the way you put it. I just keep going back to when did we reduce blessings to a hashtag. <laughs> and it's so true. When you ask people how they're doing, they don't just say, I'm, I'm doing I'm okay. They just say, I'm blessed and highly favored. And if you be listening to them long enough, you're going to hear something come out their mouth and say, is that what you call it? You'd be highly favored to be cursing you or somebody else out. But that's another program. But I thank God for the lesson on tonight. The lines are open if anybody would like to encourage the woman of God on tonight because she really blessed us and gave us a lot of scriptures to go back with reference. She said it's, it's and in God's name, but at the same time, you got to follow the instruction because it's got to be in God's will. Woo! Now that's a blessing. The lines are open. Please speak at this at this time. Well, I'll start off. This is Minister Margot again. What? <laughs> you say what a blessing? <laughs> ah. Beautiful, beautiful, so much, as Minister Sylvia said, so much for us to look at. I, I, I was just taking notes. I've got like four pages of notes. I'm like, she's talking too fast. <laughs> but the choice to be blessed is ours. That's something that really stuck with me. The choice to be blessed is ours. And we have access to God's blessings through obedience. Obedience. <laughs> obedience is the key here, and one yeah. of the important keys, obedience. Thank you so much, 
uh, Minister Carmita Seaberry. Thank you for ministering to us tonight and getting us to look at not just what we say, but how we think about blessings. And, uh, yeah, I was looking, uh, as you were saying, through Luke 6 and realizing that blessings, as you said, eternal blessings, uh, spiritual blessings, I'm sorry, are eternal. Spiritual blessings are eternal. They can't be taken away. And that Christ is the ultimate blessing. Thank you so much. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Minister Margo. I, I want to take this time to see if my Aunt Catherine is on the phone to see if she had anything she would like to say because she said a lot of times it would be hard for her to get through. So, hey, Catherine, are you on the phone? And if so, would you like to make some uh, remarks at this time? Okay, well, we're going to move on. Is there anyone else who would like to speak up at this time? Um, hello, this is Cecilia. I just wanted to um, say to Carmelita, I really enjoyed the word. I enjoyed how you talked about the generational um, blessings and how um, we have an auntie who's about 90 years old, and she was feeling um, pretty discouraged, and she was praying to God, and she said to God, what's the point? And at the point that the enemy was playing with her mind, God caused uh, myself and Minister Sylvia and a cousin that's like a, a brother to us to call her. And when we started telling her how blessed she was, and when we started sharing our testimony with her about how much of a blessing she was to us, and the more we told her about how blessed she was, the things that the enemy tried to uh, bestowing her mind became to be, they were eradicated, and she realized once again how blessed she was. She was no longer thinking about how now she needed someone to help her with various things with incontinence and things of that sort. So remember, sometimes, although we're blessed and we're generationally blessed and blessed and blessed, it's good when we remember Luke 6 that actually does talk about your generation calling you blessed. Let's remind the older generation, the younger generation, the generations that we're in right now, how blessed they are because sometimes they won't tell you, but they need to hear how blessed they are because they can easily forget, and it's for all of us. Just wanted to share that. Amen. Amen. Is there anyone else? Thank you, Apostle Elect, for that. Is there anyone else who would like to share at this time? Yeah. Yes, this is uh, Felicia Perkins. Okay. Go ahead, Felicia. Oh, I just wanted to say that um, I was blessed by the beautiful anointed song. I was blessed by the prayer. And I was blessed by uh, Minister Carmelita. Um just so blessed And you know I took some notes But I think the thing that really You know Just really lifted my heart uh, Is when she said Christ is the ultimate blessing and, and, and Because I have him 
and I've accepted him in my life, and I love him, and I know he loves me. Knowing that is a blessing. And I can say from all that I've heard tonight, I've dined sufficiently. And the main course for Minister Carmelita was a blessing. Thank you, Felicia, for that. Is there anyone else at this time would like to speak up? I would like like to say thank you, uh, Carmelita, for letting the Lord use you tonight. And thank you, Randy, for letting the Lord use you tonight. And I just want to thank my Aunt Margo for letting me be a part and um, praising the Lord and worshiping the Lord and listening to his word. And I thank you guys so much for your prayers and support. And I thank God for my family, just having a family that loves the Lord. And 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 love the word of the Lord is is awesome to me because it uplifts me. So I just love my family so much, and I thank you guys. Thank you. Um, this is hello. Yes. Hi. This is Carmen. Right. Hello. This is Carmen. Okay. I was just I was blessed, truly, truly, truly blessed by um I don't know if it's Minister Carlita or Carmita. Carmita. Um, Carlita. Carmita. Carmita. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I was truly, truly blessed by that. Yes, I, I will say the word blessed because I know that I am blessed and highly favored because I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and uh, yes, the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate blessing is Jesus Christ, who died on the cross and shed his blood, and uh, that we uh, might have life and have it more abundantly and eternal life. So I I thank God. I know I always um, say when people, um, my son especially, he'll say, you know, when I tell him he's blessed and, you know, and I talk to him about things and then he point out what's going on in my life. And uh, we have to let people know that no matter what you may see, take your eyes off of me and put your eyes on Jesus Christ because he's the one that I look to as the author and the finisher of my faith. So, uh, you know, don't be pointing out, you know, mama, why this, mama, that, you know, because I am a person that knows without a shadow of a doubt and believes in my heart that we as intercessors and prayer warriors uh, who stand in the gap for our family members, our friends, and even those that we don't know, that we with the anointing that is resting, ruling, and abiding in us, over us, and around us, becomes a blessing to others that may not even deserve a blessing or may not even have positioned themselves in the way of a blessing because I'm a witness 
that God moved on my son's life in the midst of something that the enemy truly, truly meant to destroy his life. But because of the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous that availeth much, he was blessed beyond his imagination and came out of that thing that the enemy had plotted and planned for him. And God blessed him with victory, mercy, grace, and favor, and love, and peace. and So blessings upon blessings. We can speak it. We can decree it and proclaim it over people's lives, as others have proclaimed it over our lives when we were lost and had not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So I, I I understand, I do understand the, the word blessing, and, and I love it, and I thank God for uh, the knowing the true meaning, the true, true meaning. It's not hashtag what I got, hashtag who I know. It's, it's, it's all about Jesus, all about Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you for those words. Anyone else would like to be of encouragement? Or just speak on tonight. Yeah, this is I just woke up, y'all. I enjoy <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Mr. Kamalita, Minister Kaiser, Tilby, Minister Everybody. Uh I was just giving my testimony. My phone was still muted. I said, They ain't hear the word that I'm saying. <laughs> but I am blessed. I enjoyed everything that I heard. I just I mean some that I'm going to go back and read my Bible. I'm truly blessed, and I love my little children. You're all my little children now. So I am I'm not needing anything. I still have God supply all my needs because it's called riches and glory. So I'm sorry. Next time I remember to unmute my phone before, so I can speak. Pray for me, you all. Love you. Have a good night. Love, love you, Mother Catherine. Catherine. <laughs> that was funny. Just speaking, my phone was muted, y'all. Okay. But at least I got a chance to say I love you. Yes, you yeah. did. Thank you, all of us. We love you so much. <laughs> is there anyone else who'd like to speak at this time? <laughs> this is uh, Mother Tony from uh, Texas. Hey, Mother. Hello. Hello, Mother Tony. Yes. Um, I just want to add to the words of encouragement to um, Minister Carmita, and uh, just as she spoke on blessings tonight, and I, I just want to um, encourage Cynthia to keep on singing and Randy to keep on praying, and y'all keep on making uh, a ministry available to others. But there were a couple of things that she said tonight, and and most people have already said it, so I'm not going to say it again. But I love the way that she started off talking about blessings to let us know it is not about physical blessings. It is not about monetarial blessings. It is much bigger than that. It's eternal. And when we really realize what uh, God has, the provision that he has made for us by uh, giving us blessings as a way of us being able to really benefit from our earth while we're here on earth so we can then be able to uh, 
take these blessings and move on into eternity. Justice. Want to thank uh, Sister uh, uh, Minister Carmita for that, and she said one thing. Well, she said so much. I wrote down so much, but she said that. Um, oh, that she she asked us, are we doing certain things that we would really reflect? On our blessings, do we? Does our lifestyle reflect it? You know, are we getting God's approval? Do do we talk to Him daily? That becomes our way of understanding that His blessings are more than just something financial or something physical. And so we have so many blessings, and uh, and so I just uh, want to thank. Uh, Minister Carmita and Minister Margo for being obedient to what God says. This is my last point. It says, if you obey God, you will never be disappointed. And so I just want us to continue to remember that God's blessing, no sorrow come with it. Be blessed. Amen. Thank you, Mother Tony, for those words. Is there anyone else at this time would like to uh, make a Comment. Minister Kaiser? Yes, Minister Ron. Oh, okay. I was wondering, could you hear me? I've been trying yes, to get in for a while. Thank you so, so, so much for the word tonight. I just want to tell you I really appreciate the platform that you provided for Christians to come together and have discussions about salvation, about the Lord, about our Born again, Savior Jesus Christ, Lord. Thank you tonight also for the uh, spiritual uh, song that was sung by uh, my niece, uh, Cynthia. Thank you for the spiritual prayer that was prayed by my nephew, George R. Seabury IV. And thank you, Margo, for inviting Carmita to give that word on blessings, Lord. And if I uh, can... Uh, I, I kind of take my own meaning from things. I, I kind of branch off from uh, what she was saying. One thing that stuck in my head is that uh, people, when they, if you listen to them long enough, they talk about their blessings. They're talking about things, possessions, mm-hmm. uh, uh, things that are not substantive. They're just, uh, they have physical uh, appearance and value. But uh, the true blessings are the, uh, the observances of the obedience of God. Um, one thing that um, God has is, is, uh, purpose for us to do is to take care of his temple. And each of us have that temple, and that's our yeah. body. And um, we need to search for someone who has been led by the Spirit of God to make sure that we can maximize those blessings that we get from taking care of the improvement of and the maintenance of our bodies. Um, and that's where our true blessings are when we have our health. And uh, we have to participate in that. Like we say, uh, that isn't something that just comes to you. That's an active thing, and we listen to the words of God, and uh, we can take care of that. So um, I just know that I've had conversations with Carmita before, and I know that uh, that's one of the blessings that she has and that she observes and that, uh, that, that she does. 
Um, and uh, she's able to stay in the good graces of God because of the blessings that she that He has provided for her in the taking care of that temple that He's given her. And thank you for those words tonight. I appreciate it. Amen. Thank you, Minister Ron. Is there anyone else at this time that would like to make a comment? Uh, yeah, this is uh, Minister Carmita. I just want to thank everybody for listening, and thank you for, I'm glad that uh, the message that I was trying to get across did make it across, um, and I enjoyed doing that. But I just want to thank everybody for listening and participating. And uh, thank you all for having me on, on your show, on your program. Thank you so much, Carmita, for willing and wanting to be a part of the program. I thank Minister Margo for opening up the opportunity to share her platform with you because she knows the importance of letting the listening audience, whether it's Facebook or Blog Talk, hear about God and give instructions of what the Word says because of, I don't think a lot of people have really thought about blessings being eternal or maybe they forgot. Like Minister Ron said, they're looking at it, um, cars and clothes and jewelry and I'll even go as far as to say a, a new lace front, you know, some new shoes, a new purse. You know, they forget about the eternal souls. They forget about that. I just thank God for the word on tonight, and I thank you for um, your comments. Were those your closing comments, or did you want to say something else before we close out on tonight, Minister Carmita? Oh, no, those were the closing. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. I thank you all for listening because this is a ministry tonight. The ministry was led by Seabury. And for those of you all that don't know, I'm from the lineage of Seabury. And I put on my Facebook page several times, Seabury is a very important lineage. The Seabury lineage that we were raised up on is the word of God. We live by the word of God. We operate and we raise our children on the Word of God. And if there was anything going on in our life, our parents disciplined us because of the Word of God. It said, beat them, you won't kill them. So some of y'all will catch that, some of y'all won't, but it's in the Word. I just want to say thank you all for tuning in on Monday night. Next Monday is our fourth Monday from 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will have our very own Mother Missionary um, Tony Montgomery and Minister Ron Montgomery and myself, Mr. Sylvia Kaiser. We will be speaking to you under the leadership of Mother Tony and Minister Ron of families. Um, that's at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time next Monday. Uh, on Friday, it is Prophet Antoine Thomas night at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that Prophet Antoine will be speaking on Facebook Live as well as on Blog Talk. On Sunday mornings, it is Minister Sheila Kaiser 
Minister Brandon Kaiser, Minister Margo Kaiser. I keep saying Margo McCoy. I'm trying to get over here with us. Minister Margo McCoy and uh, possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser will be on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We, we just pray that to work, the word of God went into your hearts on tonight. Give you something to meditate on tonight while you're sleeping, when you wake up, to meditate on blessings, the true meaning of blessings, and how to stand on blessings and follow the instructions of being blessed. I want you all to know our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be established to, to you. I'm going to read that again because I stumbled over words. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So you can take that to the bank. You can read it for yourself, Matthew 6 and 33. We thank you all again for joining us on tonight. Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Iron, and Blog Talk Radio World Wide Web. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night.